We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Chauvin speaks. No promises or threats, Ronald. And look out. The CNN crew pelted by protesters. No, no. Then, Robot Dog. I've never seen nothing like this before in my life. The Robot Dog under fire after terrifying the neighbors. I was horrified. And confrontation. You better walk away. You walk away. He's an army drill sergeant. You're talking to my wife right now. Now he's been charged. Plus, where am I? I'm lost. Anyone out there? This guy located the lost hiker with just this photo of dangling feet. Then, Tucker Carlson versus Dr. Fauci. If vaccines work, why are vaccinated people still banned from living normal lives? That's just a typical crazy conspiracy theory. And the magnificent beachfront property. Worth an estimated $75 million. Does it really belong to this man? How he could end up owning the prime real estate. It's ours. And royal funeral drama. The brothers won't be walking shoulder to shoulder. Plus, the yodeling mom. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. The defense rested today in the trial of Derek Chauvin. Soon, the case of the former Minneapolis police officer accused of killing George Floyd will be in the hands of the jury. And today, for the first time, we heard Chauvin's voice as he invoked his Fifth Amendment right not to take the stand. It's the moment ex-cop Derek Chauvin speaks out for the first time at his trial. Have you made a decision today whether you intend to testify? or whether you intend to invoke your Fifth Amendment privilege. Uh, I will invoke my Fifth Amendment privilege today. The jury was not present as he announced he would not testify in his own defense. Has anyone uh, promised anything or threatened you in any way to keep you from testifying? No promises or threats, Your Honor. Nancy Grace says Chauvin made the right call. He can't hold up under cross. Why? Because the defense is a lie. What am I going to believe, Derek Chauvin or my lying eyes? The defense rested with a suburb of Minneapolis still reeling from a fourth day of civil unrest following the death of Dante Wright during a traffic stop. You are hereby ordered to immediately disperse. The Brooklyn Center Police headquarters came under siege, and protesters used umbrellas to shield themselves as cops fired bursts of pepper spray. One protester was recording video when he was hit with a rubber bullet. SWAT lined up. I got shot again. And a CNN reporter was trying to calm down tensions while covering the disturbances. Holy. Suddenly, her crew came under attack. A water bottle was flung and hit this CNN man in the head. A bottle of water knocked you out? <laughs> he was dazed but quickly recovered. It's all good, people. No worries. 
Minutes later, the crew was chased away and their car pelted with eggs. Today, the family of Dante Wright continued their denunciation of Officer Kim Potter, who says she thought she was firing her taser, not her gun, when she shot the young man to death. His aunt held up photos of both weapons. This is a taser. This is a taser. But no, my nephew was killed with this, a Glock. And the tension across America is echoed in this heated exchange on Fox News between Geraldo Rivera and former Secret Service agent Dan Bongino. You just want to see the country burn. That's it. I want to see the country burn. You son of a I want to see the country burn. You punk. You're nothing but a punk. You're a punk, Bongino. You're a punk. You wouldn't tell me that to my face. We'll leave it there. Wow. There's a new member of the uh, New York City police force, a high-tech robo-dog, and not everybody's happy with it. As Stephen Fabian reports, some people say it should not be used to fight crime. A police robo-dog is sparking a major controversy today. The machine was deployed by NYPD at the scene of a suspected hostage-taking in Manhattan. I've never seen nothing like this before in my life. Cops say the robo-dog can save lives by scoping out a crime scene without exposing officers to danger. But critics are calling the robo-dog creepy and even terrifying. What was the reaction from the tenants from the fact that this dog was used here? Disbelief, shock, curiosity. I was horrified. Some people were horrified. Um, And some kids went up like to pet it because they're kids and they think it's a cute dog. Some are comparing Robo Dog to an episode of Netflix's sci-fi series Black Mirror in which robot dogs turn on humans. A local congressman had this to say. They got military gear and now they got robot dogs in the streets further oppressing us. We're robots now. New York City's police commissioner defended the robot today. It's important to say that we did not purchase this. Uh, We have current technology such as robots. This is another option that we're, we're in the evaluation phase and we'll go from there. This is a promotional video for the machine, which is called Digidog by its maker, Boston Dynamics. Check out how strong they are. A team of robo-dogs pulls a huge truck. I've never seen nothing like this before in my life. Digidogs weigh 70 pounds and can run three and a half miles an hour. Now an upsetting confrontation is a man shoves someone that he doesn't think belongs in his neighborhood. Turns out the guy doing the shoving is a drill sergeant with the U.S. Army. Les Trent reports. It's an in-your-face confrontation between a white homeowner and a young black man walking through the neighborhood. What is it you're doing here? Walking. Then walk. Let's go. Walk away. Things escalate quickly. There's a difference between pushing you. You're aggressive on their neighborhood. Someone came running. You better walk away. You walk away. If he sounds like a drill sergeant. That's because he is. He's been identified as 42-year-old Jonathan Pentland, a U.S. Army drill sergeant at Fort Jackson in South Carolina. You're in the wrong neighborhood, Get out. Get out. Where? Where's your house? What's your address? Maybe we should walk you home. Sherelle Johnson and Vanetta Osborne witnessed the incident. Why do you think the gentleman went after the uh, young man as he did? Because he was inferior. He was small and he was black. 
He told us that he wasn't doing anything. He was walking. He walks there all the time. He was just basically minding his own business. Now, police are investigating claims that last week, the young man was seen in the same neighborhood where he allegedly put his arms around a woman's waist, according to this heavily redacted police report. He also allegedly physically picked up a stranger's baby. I am not going to identify the young man that was the victim in this case. There's reasons for doing that that just don't need to be talked about. Um, he was a victim. The drill sergeant was charged with third degree assault. And protesters descended upon his home as the video quickly went viral. The local sheriff called for calm. It, it was terrible. The first time I saw the video, it was terrible. You better walk away. You walk away. If found guilty, Pentland faces 30 days in jail and a $500 fine. It's a selfie taken by a hiker of his legs dangling over a cliff in a scenic area of California. He took the picture and then became lost. Well, it turns out that that photo helped save his life. A hiker goes missing, and this photo of his scraped legs dangling over a remote ledge is the only clue to where he is. The panicked hiker texted the photo to his roommate, stating he was lost and that his cell phone was dying. Right after he hit send, his phone died. His roommate says when he received the photo, he thought it was a joke. But when he couldn't reach his friend, he called cops. It's late as the sun's going down and he's going to be out there and it's going to be hard for anyone to locate him at that time. I'm lost. A desperate appeal by authorities followed on Twitter. Need help locating a missing hiker. He sent this picture to a friend. Call us if you recognize the area. Hiker Renee Campion spent the night shivering in the cold, surrounded by menacing mountain lions and bears. He says he was starting to lose hope. And I'm like thinking, God, this is my time, but I'm not ready. AI6YR, anyone out there? The next morning, ham radio operator and satellite mapping enthusiast Benjamin Quo saw the photo and turned detective. From the photo, uh, if you look in the background, you can actually see there's a certain texture and pattern to what it looks like. He says the remote landscape in the vast Angeles National Forest looked familiar. He pinpointed GPS coordinates that he hoped would lead rescuers to the missing hiker. They popped out of the clouds and he was right there. <laughs> and it was within three quarters of a mile of of where I'd marked the uh, the GPS location. I was yelling, like, help, help. This dramatic footage shows Renee being hoisted up into the rescue helicopter. Inside Edition brought together hey, the grateful hiker yeah, with the satellite map detective over Zoom. Yeah, I'm so grateful for what you did. I probably wouldn't be here if I was ended up there another day. It is just such a blessing to, to have, uh, have him home and with his family. Way to go, Mr. Cho. Renee only had a small bottle of water and two breakfast bars on him, and he says next time he goes hiking, he's going to pack a lot more. Delta Airlines remains the only major airline that continues to leave the middle seat open, but that protocol will be dropped as of May 1st. However, a new study by the CDC has just found that blocking the middle seat could greatly reduce passengers' exposure to coronavirus. Emma Cagliano has more. New research shows that leaving the middle seat empty could reduce the spread of COVID on planes by up to 57%. Air travel has been steadily picking up as more people get vaccinated with travelers reporting now pretty packed flights. Right now, Delta is the only airline leaving that middle seat open, but the company says it plans to start 
filling those middle seats starting May 1st. Delta's CEO today dismissed the new CDC study. That study was based on 2017 data, so it doesn't take into account any of the safety protocols that we've implemented, including masking, the electrostatic spraying, the cleanliness of the services. Travel expert Peter Greenberg agrees. The actual particulates that are taken out of the air on the plane by those high energy filters, it's 99.4%. And, and the air is coming in new air every three minutes. You don't have that at home. So I have no problem getting on a flight. And a feud is brewing between Tucker Carlson and Dr. Fauci. If vaccines work, why are vaccinated people still banned from living normal lives? So maybe it doesn't work and they're simply not telling you that. Fauci hit back. That's just a typical crazy conspiracy theory. Why would we not tell people if it doesn't work? Look at the data. So why do people who have been vaccinated still have to wear masks? According to health experts, it takes time for the vaccine to kick in. The vaccines do not provide 100% protection. And those who have been vaccinated might be asymptomatic spreaders. Meanwhile, 3.5 million Americans were vaccinated yesterday. Among them, Ivanka Trump, who got her first shot of the Pfizer vaccine at a CVS in Miami. Today, I got the shot, she says. I hope that you do, too. And today, the CEO of Pfizer said it is, quote, likely that people who've gotten their vaccine will need a third dose between six and 12 months after they're fully vaccinated. A lot of people have been talking about how awkward it'll be when Prince Harry rejoins his family for his grandfather's funeral this weekend. And today, Buckingham Palace confirmed that Harry and his brother, Prince William, will not walk in the procession shoulder to shoulder. Rehearsals are underway for Saturday's funeral for Prince Philip. But don't expect brotherly love to be on display. In fact, it's just been revealed William and Harry won't even be walking side by side in the procession. William will be on one side, Harry on the other. In the middle, their cousin Peter Phillips. Charlie Langston is an editor for the Daily Mail. They will be separated by their cousin, Peter Phillips, who will walk in between them. And get this, they won't even sit next to each other in the church. We're not going to be drawn into those perceptions of drama or anything like that. The arrangements have been agreed and they represent Her Majesty's wishes, a palace spokesman says. Harry is now quarantining alone in Frogmore Cottage, while pregnant wife Meghan remains home in California. To go through all of this without his wife by his side, to be missing his son, that just makes things all the more difficult. We do know that he is planning to return to the U.S. very quickly after the funeral takes place. Earlier today, a tearful Prince Charles visited a makeshift memorial for his late father. Per COVID protocols, no mourners will be allowed to sing during the funeral service, only the small choir of four people. Next, I'm gay. Now the shower of love from Bachelor Nation. And the magnificent beachfront property. Worth an estimated $75 million. Does it really belong to this man? How he could end up owning the prime real estate. It's ours. Plus the yodeling mom. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. 
All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Has the pandemic turned her into a shopaholic? It's such a rush and I immediately have to add it to my cart. Next, in some edition. Look at all this. Yesterday I got five packages. Stuck at home and nothing to do but shop online. The new compulsive shopping epidemic. Then, who wears short shorts? Guys wear short shorts. Watch the next Inside Edition. Colton Underwood is getting support from Bachelor Nation and beyond after announcing he's gay. A shower of love is descending on former Bachelor Colton Underwood following his bombshell revelation. I'm gay. So happy for Colton Underwood, tweeted Schitt's Creek star Dan Levy. You're free now, wrote Andy Cohen. We spoke with Colton's friend and Bachelor in Paradise castmate, Joe Amabile. I knew he was struggling. You know, you don't know what he was struggling with. Um, We know now. But, you know, I'm happy for him. I think moving forward, he's going to live a much happier life. So far, complete silence from Underwood's ex-girlfriend, Cassie Randolph, the woman he famously jumped a fence for on The Bachelor. He just jumped the fence. Many are also applauding Robin Roberts for her interview. She spoke candidly on GMA about her personal connection with helping Colton come out. She revealed publicly in 2013 that she is gay. I share with him something that my mother said when I told her about about my sexuality, that I'm gay. And she said, God loves you because of who he is, not because of anything you do or don't do. Underwood's announcement has Bachelor fans re-watching this clip from 2019 with comedian Billy Eichner. Maybe you're the first gay bachelor and we don't even know. I, I, no. <laughs> Put that in your promo. See you later. Wow, did he call that one? Underwood released a new statement today saying the support and messages from everyone in his life have meant the world to him. We'll be back with more Inside Edition right after this. Still to come, the magnificent beachfront property. Worth an estimated $75 million. Does it really belong to this man? How he could end up owning the prime real estate. It's ours. Plus, the yodeling mom. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod 
or text Wondery Pod to 500 500. It's a prime piece of real estate worth an estimated $75 million. But who really owns it? Well, to find out, you got to go back 100 years. Jim Murray reports. It's a beautiful stretch of California Beach. Manhattan Beach is famous for its sun-kissed sand and magnificent scenery, but it's marred by an ugly moment in history. A huge chunk of beachfront property was literally snatched from a black family in 1927. Charles and Willa Bruce bought the land and built a resort for black people in 1912. Allison Rose Jefferson is author of Living the California Dream. There was harassment of the Bruces for starting their business. Dwayne Shepard is a descendant of the Bruce family. They cordoned off the beach right in front of the resort so people could not get into the water. In the year 1927, the city of Manhattan Beach took possession of the land and eventually built a lifeguard station. The prime beachfront property is worth an estimated $75 million. Now, nearly 100 years after it was taken from the family, the city and county appear on the verge of finally giving it back. Now 37-year-old Anthony Bruce, the great-great-grandson of the Bruces, finds himself the principal heir to the $75 million fortune. The Bruce's would be the rightful owner of our land. These are the other descendants, the Bruce family today, as an historical wrong is corrected. L.A. County Supervisor Janice Hahn. This injustice against Willa and Charles Bruce weren't just against them. It was against generations of Bruce's who most certainly would have been millionaires by now. After the Bruce family lost that property, they were barred from purchasing any new land in the area. When we come back, a mother with a unique talent. Finally today, a mother in Texas puts on a show and it appears she has a pretty tough audience. This mom is a great yodeler and she's proving it to her kids. I do like that. And we hope you do like Inside Edition. That is Inside Edition for today. I'm Deborah Norville. Thank you so much for watching. We'll see you again next time. Survivor's back and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist, a new co-host, the winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares. Hi! Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast.